Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, January 7th, 2018, and I am your host, Renata. We're in a brand new year. Thank God we made it another year. So let's just open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord, saying thank you, Lord. Thank you for bringing us through another year. A year that we, some of us, didn't feel we would make it through, Lord, but you said different. You brought us through. So we thank you, Lord, for every hardship, every situation, Lord, that you brought us through. We say thank you. Lord, your word says that if your people would humble themselves and pray, then shall we hear from heaven. Lord, we come humbly before you, Lord, asking you to help us through this year. Help us to get this program that we're in exposed, Lord. Send people to help us, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to just have your Holy Spirit to guide us, Lord. Bring leaders forward, Lord. Bring people forward who know what's going on, Lord. Send people to help us, Lord. Your people are suffering. And we just thank you, Lord. We thank you in advance, Lord, because we know that it is done, Lord, in Jesus' name. Just help us and guide us through this situation, Lord. Keep us strong in the midst of our troubles. Watch over and protect our family and our loved ones, Lord. I ask you to open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings, Lord, that we will not have room to receive it, Lord. Watch over the TI community, Lord. We're a hurting community. You know our troubles. You know our hurts. You know our pains. You know our hardships. You know everything about us, Lord. And we just thank you for blessing us overly and abundantly. Lord, I thank you for this format. I thank you for using me, Lord. I ask you to continue to use me this year. I ask you to use each and every one of us, Lord, in our own unique ways. And we thank you for your many blessings, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, I have a scripture. And that scripture is Proverbs 29 and 18. And it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Okay, this is a perfect uh, scripture for the beginning of this year because you have to have a vision for yourself. This, this scripture says that if you don't have a vision, then you perish, you die. Okay, so don't give up your dreams, your hopes, your aspirations. Make sure you always have a vision. Have a vision for your life. Have a vision for your family. Have a vision because if you don't have one, you will perish. Believe in your vision. Believe that God will help you to reach your vision. And just declare it done in Jesus' name. Okay, so you want to read that scripture more? It is 
Proverbs 29 and 18. All right, so I want to welcome everyone to the call, and I thank you guys for being patient. I I have this thing that I need to really, really work on, and that is multitasking. I do a lot, and sometimes I don't even have to do all those things, but I just like to keep myself busy. And so I overextend myself sometimes, a lot of times, and I, I multitask when I probably shouldn't. So that's why I was running behind today trying to do too many things when I knew that this call was coming up. So I apologize for being late. I welcome everyone to the call. If you are new to the call, thank you for coming. Please start eight so you can be the first to speak. Uh, everyone gets to speak on this call. If you want to speak, you get to speak. As long as everybody keeps it um, respectful, then you, if you have something to say, you are welcome to say it. Uh, the goal of this call is for us to support one another, to know that we're not alone in this. First and foremost, we have God and we always will. Um, but we also have each other. And so when you feel that there is no one that understands you and you feel that there is no one to listen to you, just come to this call because we have listening ears. We have open hearts. We have people who understand or at least try to understand. Okay, so you will not be considered weird or strange or crazy or anything like that. Um, hopefully, you'll be supported. Um, we didn't have a call last week. I apologize for that, but I had a plumber that was supposed to come that didn't come. And no, I'll take that back. He did. He came last week and he gave us an estimate. She was supposed to come again yesterday, and he didn't show up. He's not reliable at all. Um, and, you know, we find that a lot in our targeting, and it makes you wonder <laughs> if some of these people are involved or not. But this guy stands us up a lot, but my husband still wants to deal with him, I guess, because we know him, and he's done some work in the past, but the sink is still leaking. So that's why we did not have the call last week, so I apologize for that. Um, the week before that, we tried, <coughs> excuse me, to have our annual Christmas party. And that's something that I've been doing since the beginning of this call, a virtual Christmas party, and it's fun. It's really fun. Um, this year was a little different because people really didn't participate. I think there were like three or four people that participated. And that makes me sad because we – don't know how to have fun. We need to allow ourselves to have fun. We do. Um, if we don't, then that's that's my control. So I try to do these um, little virtual parties around Christmas and New Year's. Um, I didn't even bother to do it New Year's because people didn't participate Christmas. But um, But they're usually fun. They can be fun if you allow yourself to have fun. You know, we have trivia and just just different, just different, um, different little activities. And um, I just, I just hope that people learn how to have fun and laughter in their lives. And I know that I'm not one to laugh a lot. And I look at my husband who laughs at everything. He can, I, he laughs at everything. Okay, just believe me, he laughs at everything. He's very pleasant like that. And I tell myself I need to to be more like that. Not that you don't want to be yourself, but we need to be a little more lighthearted. I know I do, and not as serious. So 
I hope that we can all find love and laughter in our lives this um, this year. This is a brand new year. I um <clears throat> I did two videos this morning. I'll put the links in the chat room. Hope you get you guys get a chance to listen to them. Excuse me, I'm catching a cold. So if my voice sounds funny, that's why. Um, let me see if I can pull these links up. I forgot the titles already. The Holy Spirit led me to to reach out to the conscious community. The conscious community, if you if you frequent YouTube, which I'm always on YouTube, the conscious community is very large, and there's different um, aspects. You know, you have your uh, what are they Hebrew Israelites, and you have yeah, I don't know. There's just all different types of people in the conscious community. So the Holy Spirit led me to reach out to them just to ask them for for help and to um, to see if they can spread our cause because we have to come out of the community. We I already know what targeting is about. I live it every day. Um, you know what it's about. You live it every day. So for us to just circulate the same information in our community is good because it helps people, but we need to get outside of our community. And so I asked people in the conscious community if they could help. So I'll put the, let me just put the link in the chat room for that video. Also, uh, Lauren, who's a moderator here on Talk Show, she informed me, which I didn't know, that January is National Stalking Awareness Month. And so I did a video on that as well this morning. Um, I read the presidential message. The president put out a message for National Stalking Month. It did not include us. But um, I read that message on the video. <clears throat> and also, I... Um, Gave statistical information from. Uh, let me see. Here I go. Multitasking again. I'm putting putting this video in the in the chat room. Um, from the Department of where was that from? The Department of Department of Justice. They did that stalking report. If you guys remember, it probably been like eight or nine years ago now. Um, but I also gave their statistical information on the stalking victims at that time, which we know the numbers are greater now. But just to give you an idea, let me just pull that up because these numbers are astonishing. I have my son to do the math because I don't know how to do math like that. I know how to do math, but not like that. <laughs> so he took the percentages that were on the website and he um, – whatever he did, to bring up the actual numbers of people. Okay, I'll just tell you what I mean. In other words, um, that stalking report from the Department of Justice, it said that there were three, there were over 3 million people, almost 4 million people who responded to the survey, right, back then. They said 
18.2% people of the people who responded to that survey, which was over 3 million people, reported being stalked by two or more people, okay? So we know if you are stalked by more than one person, that's group stalking, that's organized stalking, that's gang stalking, whatever you want to call it, right? <clears throat> so after my son crunched the numbers and did the math, he said that 18.2% out of 3.398 million was 618,550 people, Okay. So that was 618,000 people back eight years ago who said that they were being group stalked by two or more people, okay? Now, then that same survey, <clears throat> excuse me, you guys, I'm so sorry. My, I'm really catching something. That same survey said that there were, out of, out of this uh, three, Three million and some change. Out of um, out of those people, thirteen point one percent said that they were stalked by three or more people. Okay, so again, that's group stalking. So they did two different surveys. They asked people, "How many of you got two or more people following you? How many of you have three or more?" So the one that said two or more, they, that was six hundred eighteen thousand people. The ones that said that they had three or more people following them, stalking them. That was 13.1%, which my son, once he crunched the numbers, he said that that was 445,220 people, okay? 445,000 for the three or more, 618,000 for the two or more. That's a lot of people, okay? And that was, as I said, that was about eight years ago, eight or nine years ago. Okay, so my point is, back to what I was saying about this month is National Stalking Awareness Month. The president, his office, did a, um, they, they put something out about it, you know, and said, you know, stalking is a serious crime and all of this. But they didn't include us. They were more talking about the relationship kind of stalking, which we can't minimize that because that's very serious. People get killed. We know that's just a serious. I've been a victim of that as well, okay? So that that is serious. Trust me. It's very scary. I've been there. Okay. Um, and then I looked up all these different agencies that assist stalking victims. None of them men, uh, mentioned organized stalking. So the point of my video this morning was to say, and I'm saying to you guys, we need to start reaching out to these people to say, you know, we're over here too. You know, we would like to be represented on your website because these people, they um, they get a lot of exposure. People come to them all the time. So wouldn't it be great if they acknowledged us? Now, we know that's a hard thing, but we should we should try. I mean, I did the video this morning. People were saying, oh, nothing's going to happen. Nobody helps us. I'm sorry, y'all. That, that, that's never going to stop me. That's not going to stop me. And one person said it goes all the way back to the Bible days. It didn't stop then. It's not going to stop now. How do we know that the Lord ain't going to use us? You know what I'm saying? Y'all could give up. Y'all could throw in y'all hands. I hope y'all don't, but I I never plan to stop trying to get help. I just, I'm not going to stop trying. I don't like this. This is uncomfortable. I get stalked every single time I leave my house. 
every time. I don't deserve, I did nothing to deserve that. So why would I just throw in the towel, buy into learn helplessness and say nobody's going to help? No, this is a new year. I'm coming out swinging. I'm going, I'm going to continue trying. I am. So the Holy Spirit led me reach out, reach out to some different communities. So I did that video asking the conscious community because they'll understand the conscious. If you if you are an awakened person, whether it's happening to you or not, you're gonna believe it. Okay. So we don't know who people can reach. We have no idea what type of connections people have. That's all I'm saying. So I hope you guys get on board. Listen to those videos. Um, I'm going to be calling some of these places tomorrow that deal with stalking. I hope you guys do the same. And, you know, let's just try. I'm just, I don't want to go through another year of this. I don't. I really don't. But, I mean, if I have to, then I'm just going to continue to try to get it exposed. And I hope you guys will, too. Okay. What else? I don't even know how I got over there because I was trying to do the announcements. Okay. So victims of crime is one of the places that that you can call. And the phone number is 202-467-8700. Again, check out those videos. Uh, My name on YouTube is God is Our Protector all one word, and I'm going to put the links in the chat room, but in case you're not in the chat room and you're on the phones, look up God is Our Protector, and you'll see those two videos. I'm going to try to do a few more videos, maybe at least one more today. Uh, Life coaching. Let me mention the life coaching. I am offering life coaching. Um, Life coaching is for people who are ready to see a difference in their life, okay? It's not it's not therapy. It's totally different from therapy. It's not for people who just want to sit and talk about their targeting, but it is people who believe that they can accomplish something in their life, and maybe they just need a little um, encouragement, suggestions, um, just a little push to get to where they need to be, okay? That's what I would be there for. It has been successful for some people that I'm working with. But we don't sit up and talk about talk, uh, targeting all day when we do life coaching because we know we're being targeted, but some of us believe that we can still accomplish things in our lives. And I am one of those people who believe that. And I have seen what the Lord has done for me in my life. Has everything I wanted worked out? Nope. But I truly believe that the things that don't work out in my life, they're not supposed to work out in my life. Because it doesn't matter how much I want it. If it's not in God's plan for my life, then it shouldn't work out. Because he knows what's best for me. And so if there's something that you have been putting off that you really need to be motivated to go ahead and do, um, maybe you need some suggestions that you haven't thought of, um, then by all means, let's try to work together. You can send me an email, remu2 at hotmail.com, or you can give me a call, 510-688-7277, and mention life coaching, and we can talk about it. Trust me, 
there are things that you can accomplish in your life. They want you to believe that you can't do anything because you're targeted, that nothing's going to work out. Now, granted, they definitely sabotage. I deal with that too. But there's ways around everything, and for every problem, there's a solution. We just probably have to work a little harder for things, but that's okay. We're not afraid of hard work, okay? Okay. What else? I wrote this whole letter to the TI community. I'm going to read it to you guys maybe later. I don't feel like reading it right now. I was in my feelings. <laughs> Let me just write a letter to the TI community. That's what I did, too. Okay. Uh, I think that was it. Let's see, what was it? Yeah, that was that was it. If you're new to the call, please start eight. Please start eight so we can say hello. All right, questions, questions, questions. It's a new year. Um, New Year's resolutions. I kind of don't even really do resolutions, any New Year's resolutions anymore because I don't remember them after the first couple of weeks, which means I don't <laughs> necessarily do them. So now I keep mine pretty general. I just say, Lord, help me to be a better person this year. I want to be a better person. I want to serve the Lord. I want to serve the community. You know, mine is pretty basic. So one of the questions is, um, do you make New Year's resolutions? Do you keep your New Year's resolutions? And if you like to share them, you can, but you do not have to. But uh, I'd just like to know if you if you even bother to, to make New Year's resolutions. A New Year's resolution is pretty much you trying to better yourself in one particular way or another. Uh, a lot of people do weight loss, um, New Year's resolutions, or I don't know what else. But, you know, there's a range of different resolutions that you can make for yourself. So I'm wondering if you, if you make them, do you keep them? Um, and then going back to what I just said about uh, me reaching out to the conscious community on a YouTube video, uh, one question that I have for today is, can this whole targeting thing be proven? And if so, what's the best way? What's the best way you think it is to prove it? Okay. Also, um, going back to the New Year's resolutions thing and the fact that uh, New Year's resolutions are normally for a person to try to better themselves in a certain whatever kind of way they choose, I guess that would be the main premise of a New Year's resolution. What is a good measure of growth? How do you know when you have grown? How do you know when you've grown spiritually? How do you know when you've grown in any area of your life where you would like to see growth? That's one of the things I really hope for this year is that I can learn to rise above some things, and I already talked to the Lord about that. I really need to rise above some things. I do. I really do. So how do you know when you have grown? What is your measure? Everybody's measure is probably going to be different. Start eight if you would like to speak. 
Okay, Clarissa. Um, Clarissa says, I would like to join in on the life coaching. Okay, uh, my phone number is 510-688-7277. Please call me, Clarissa. I would love to work with you. Okay. Star H, you guys. I miss you guys, too. I think it's been one week. Oh, I know why. Because we did that Christmas party and not that many people came. That was the week before last. Okay. I miss you guys, and I love you guys. I love this community. I really honestly do. I really do. I'm constantly thinking, Lord, how can we how can we overcome all this stuff? Okay. Who did I unmute? Hi, Hi. Uh, Renata, I'm going to say a lot of things today. And um, first I'm going to answer that question that you, you put forward, how do you know that you've grown? Well, with some of the things that I've said I'm going to say today uh, uh, to show, uh, well, not show myself because I know that I've grown, but to show you since from the beginning that I started with the call uh, and how I'm going to talk today that you'll see the growth that's been put in me these years. But let me put this, say this first. This has okay. been 10 years in the making that this, I've been in, in this mess. And now, being that 10 years is uh, give me the knowledge that God has given me to say the things that I'm going to say. And uh, the purpose that I'm saying, the things that I say, is to help somebody. Because uh, I didn't get all this help or know all these things in the beginning. And uh, I had a little fear in me. But anybody that's new to the call or been on the call a long time, some of the things that I'm going to say today that I went through and I'm using myself, but I want to make it perfectly clear that I don't think myself is to be better or no more than any other uh, one on the call. I use myself because these are the situations that I know because everything I see on this call is going to be true. And uh, I want everybody to know that we, uh, that I say that we are under this 24-hour surveillance. We're no special than anybody else that's on the uh, on the uh, program because all of us are going through the same thing. That's what I want to make people understand we're all going through the same thing. So let let yourself know that your your uh, situation and everybody that's truly, and I've used the word truly, that's uh, targeted, uh, we're going through the same thing. So you better believe that. Okay, now you can say what you want to say or not. And uh, when I do start talking, if I say something that that you think is out of line or I shouldn't say, stop, just stop, just stop me right there. And I, don't let me t- talk if I talk too long, okay? Okay, go ahead. Okay. First, everybody on the call, I want to repent to God. I want to repent to God in front of everybody because everything I'm going to say today is true. And I want to clean, come to you with a clean spirit that everything I say is true and is coming from the leading of God. Because I want everybody to know that I put my trust in God. There's a lot of things going on now with, with different calls about trying to lead us away uh, from, from God and put putting your trust in man. We need to get back to putting our trust in God. And I watched that uh, video you had this morning, and I saw what somebody put that in the uh, chat about us going all the way back to the, uh, the beginning of the time. You know, I, I agree with and him. And it I does. Know. It does. It does. That person was right. It really does go back to the Bible days. But I don't think that means we shouldn't fight it. You don't have to fight it. God's going to fight your battles for you. But let me tell you this, though. So uh, uh, I'm going to just say a lot of things. So like I say, you know, some of the things we're not going to agree on, but that's that's okay, too. That's what life is about, to agree or not agree. 
But still, I want to say a, a lot of things, okay? Everybody, I, I've been going through this for 10 years, just like some of you. And in the beginning, I didn't know some of these things that I'm going to share with you. The reason why I want to share these things for you so you don't have to go through this. It won't take you 10 years to, to, to get to this point. This can happen differently for some of y'all, but, but I have to say this. Oh, the reason why I started, wanted to uh, build this up and say this about uh, about somebody had put something in my gas tank, and um, I'll get to that too, but it's a lot of things I'm trying to say, and some of them might not be exactly in order because I didn't write no paper. I'm just going to say this the way that God gives it. Okay, first in the beginning when I began under this 24-hour surveillance, I was surveillance just like all of y'all, all over the place, and I didn't know what it meant and I didn't understand it. And you do live in fear because what they're doing in the beginning is they uh, uh, having everybody uh, pounce on you to get information out of you. So my first advice to everybody, when they send all these people in your path, do not give up information. They want to use that information for later times so they can uh, use it to put you on some kind of entrapment. But everybody, I want you to believe this and know this because everything I say is true. They have people, uh, this is all being recorded. They're making um, reports on you. Everything you say and do is all is always being uh, accounted in for future reference. So please, everybody, when somebody come up to you and start some small talk, it's not small talk. If they say how's the weather or whatever, they're going to start adding in little things to get you under entrapment. So please keep your mouth closed as best you can. I know sometimes I still have my mouth when I uh, go out and meet strangers talk a little bit too much, but I know I don't know when to cut it off because I know it's under surveillance. Um, I want to add this in. Uh, since I know that they watch in my house and I'm under surveillance and they hear every word they say, because I even told them in the, uh, when I talk in the house sometimes that I'm going to be on this call today and I'm going to talk about y'all, Herbs and uh, whoever uh, handling my situation. I'm going to talk about all y'all today. Uh, even some of y'all on the call, that's Herbs, I'm going to add a little bit in there about y'all too. Uh, so uh, with me, my, somebody had put some, something in my gas tank. I had, probably have an idea, but I don't really know who did it. And the reason why I want to put this on the call because they're watching my house and uh, they're watching me, so they know exactly who put that in my gas tank. When I went, to, uh, I couldn't put no gas in the gas tank, everybody. And what it was, I just put ten cents in there, maybe five cents in there, and then it cut off. So finally, I found out that um, looking things up, that it was like the gas tank. Uh, they call it gas tank net or something like that. But what it was, when I took the car in, I found out it was a little bag stuck in there. It, looked, it, 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 it was to be like a, a tea bag, but it was bigger than a tea bag. And it had like all kind of charcoal pieces in there. I guess the gas was, uh, was getting on that, that piece where there wasn't a lot of no gas to go in there. So when I went to take the car and pick it up, he asked me, did I have any enemies, which I didn't don't know to have any, but I know that somebody put that in my gas tank. And the reason why I want that on this call is because I don't have to know who do it, did it, because y'all know who did it by watching my house and having me under surveillance, and you got it on the reports. The reason why I want to make it clear of everything they do is because when you come at me, you won't put, uh, show all the, the uh, transcripts and, and uh, uh, pictures that you had on me of who did what. You know exactly who did that to, to my car. By watching me and my house 
understand my cause. You know exactly who did that. So you can't come at me and just have a little piece of this and a little piece of that. Well, I know I'm under 24 hours of surveillance. So, and I want to add this to, uh, uh, to um, I'm trying to speed out these words I have. You go to a lot of different calls and they're using this tactic. They're using this word a lot. Uh, not in the way you use it tonight, uh, but in another way. People calling in this in on, on calls and everything and saying, I'm spiritual. Spiritual what? What does that mean, spiritual? This ain't about being spiritual. This is about believing in God and what he can do for you. If you ain't talking about God and Jesus, you ain't talking about nothing. Because God didn't tell you to be spiritual. He said, put your trust in him and, and, and in the name of Jesus Christ. So I want to say that, that it's all about Jesus Christ. If they're not talking about Jesus Christ and, and God himself, something is wrong. And they, <laughs> they're using this tactic to throw in a... Uh, what's that word they use when it's not true to get us off base? What, what is that? Uh, confusion. They're trying to throw you in for confusion and make you think that they are uh, with God and Jesus when they don't use the name God and Jesus at all. So you watch out for that. I want, want them to know and to, when they, okay, I'll tell you this, people. I had a lady, and I know if I could get her on the witness stand, her name was Miss Rashid. I was in a, um, a therapy class. And they had Miss Rashid put a, a, I said this before, and, it, and they made reports. Uh, she didn't know that, that I knew that God had showed me that she was a, a perp. Asked her to ask me all kind of questions. And after she tried to ask me all kind of questions, she called somebody. And I know she called somebody and told them that, that uh, she had what she wanted. So everybody, when they send people in your, your, your life, and let me tell you this before I say that. Anywhere you go, you're under 24-hour surveillance, and you better believe that somebody there listening behind you, over in the corner, they got a, um, some kind of hearing device on you, that don't ever let your guards down to think that, that you're not being uh, watched and harassed because you are. And take my word for that. They're watching you 24 hours in, out your house. So when you someplace else, don't think you talk. You, you can speak and be friendly if you want to, but don't. Let your guards down to think that they might not be uh, 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 involved in this and see us up, uh, not under uh, to watch you, because they're always there. That's the thing. Don't ever let your guards down and, and start watching what you say because they, they gather information on you. But since you know this, because I'm telling you this, you, you should never, uh, uh, you know, be in worry of that again because you are under 24 hours surveillance. And if anybody tries to tell you that they did, you're not under 24 don't believe it because everything I say to you is true, and I know that it's true. Okay, they try to uh, 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 charge confusion, but there's something I want to add in on, and I always add this on. Watch Renata's case take community-based harassment because that case says it all. And Renata gave a, 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 a reference to this Three Hearts Church. Everybody listen at this Three Hearts Church. You don't have to listen at uh, all the uh, sermons that she gives. I don't know if they're really what I would call sermons, but she gives out so much good information on this being targeted and what they do and go back to the Illuminati and, and tell about the Bible and all this. And I will go back to the Bible and say this. In the beginning, the Bible, this is one thing we as believers, we got to get more attuned to. The Bible tells us about all these fallen angels and the Spirit of some of uh, them are still walking around today. 
it's hard for us to believe about the angels, uh, uh, the spirit of, of Satan and all this is here, but it's here. And um, what this is really about, a lot of this is about God wants to know who is going to be faithful to him to the end. And this is what he's uh, allowed us to be tested because some of us is not going to be around when the Satan himself comes back. But before he comes back, he wants to know all of us who that he called Will you be faithful to him? I tell the people all the time, and I stayed on this call, I'm going to be faithful to Jesus. You, you know, if you would have wanted me to fall short, you should have caught me many years ago when I was a young woman. You know, wanted to do, might wanted to do some wrong. But right now, I've got, got to be old and too, too old to be thinking about all that sin and all that kind of mess. So, you know, you messed up that uh, 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 person, uh, all those that's under my uh, my. Uh, uh, 24 hours of bed, because you didn't know that one thing, that I was going to love the Lord Jesus Christ like I do. That's one thing that y'all didn't really understand when y'all put all us under this program, that instead of drawing us from God, you may have some that's going to fall, but all that love the Lord Jesus, we ain't going to fall. Y'all going to do us closer to God, and I want to thank y'all for that part, because if it was, if I wasn't under this surveillance and, and all this kind of stuff, I don't know how, how my life would be living, but since I do know that, you know, I trust God for all this. The reason why I say this to y'all, everybody, is to let y'all know this is about trusting God. You can do all the things that you want to do. Nobody's stopping you but you. Because I found out through all this, the things that, that are, are going on in my life, nobody's stopping me from, from, from doing things but myself. I go out and do what I want to do now. But yes, I'll tell you this. I do stack my lips sometimes myself because you get tired of somebody standing over you listening to every word you say. It's not a word that I can't say that's not being heard and that's uh, heard. Yes, I do get tired of that. But uh, and I want to tell you this, new people, don't waste your time going to the police or the FBI about this mess because they're not going to help you. But if you do have other uh, things coming that you do need to call the police, you call the police because that's their job. But do not go for, to them about this uh, being uh, harassed and all this kind of stuff, unless it's real harassment, but not from this uh, uh, this mess that we're going through because they're not going to help you. Um, and I want to say this. Um, with, they had a lady uh, come uh, ask me all kind of questions. Um, her name was, uh, uh, I forget her name right now, uh, but it was a uh, uh, police chief. Uh, Sanders' wife, the, uh, the police chief Sanders, he died many years ago. But anyway, they had his, his wife come up and talk to me, and I hadn't talked to that woman. I've seen that woman in approximately 40 years. But she come up asking me some kind of question. But I could see, that this is what I want to tell everybody, start opening your eyes because you'll start, God will give you the knowledge to see who's around you, that who's perfect, who's listening, and all this kind of stuff. So she come up to me after 40 years, and the, and, the, and, the, and the thing she said, she knew my voice. I didn't know her voice or her face. So I just I can't say this enough. Be aware of everybody that comes and talks to you because they, they, they hooked up with this. It's very rare. I really don't know or uh, to say, honestly, uh, if I come across anybody that, that's not uh, involved with this. But I know somebody probably is uh, not involved with this but as, as a whole. Anybody you're going to come to is involved in some type of way because how can they get, get all the surveillance? But I tell you this, too. I don't know if so, so much of this is uh, really um, 
you know, satellite based and all this kind of stuff. But I will tell you, you do get shocked and all that kind of stuff. So watch out for these people and people that's been on here for a while. You do get shocked all the time. But I can't. God gave me the knowledge to know what they do, but I can't tell you how they do it. So yes, I forgot to say this. He, told, he just told me put this in my mind to say this. Don't be overlooked by any kind of religion or, or, or race or whoever there. They use all kind of people, all kind of races. So don't think you, uh, 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 they're not there to, 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 to harass you. Because you'll find out and you'll see all kind of races come up to you, Indian, Chinese, and say little comments that players in the life before. Nobody would come up to you out, out of uh, other races saying different things. But beware of that because they, they all involved with this, this uh it's just, it's just so much that I just can't say it all in one time. But my main thing is to trust God, get back to God and stay with God. And start, you know, when people come, um, you know, on different calls and say different things, make sure that it's God-based because God, God told us to trust him. And that's what I want to lead everybody back to, trusting God, because he says he's going to bring us through this. You know what? Uh, this might not. This might not come through for another hundred years, because when you read the Bible, things some things didn't happen overnight for everything. But sometimes it could happen overnight. But I'm gonna say, but I don't believe it. I don't believe it because it's been ten years and things are getting getting uh, worse and severe. But it's not really getting worse and severe for me because I trust in God, and He said, trust in Him, and He's gonna lead me the way it should be. Please go out and do the things that I want to do. So I want all y'all to go out and start doing the things that you want to do. Trust God. You'll see a change in your life. Thank you, Renata, for letting me say all that. Thank you very much. You are correct. We need to trust him. Well, the thing is that God uses, he uses people. He uses us. So, Yes, this program, thank you, I'll put you on This program has been going on for thousands of years, I believe, because it goes all the way back to the Bible days. But how do we know he's, we're not the ones he's going to use? How do we know? We shouldn't get complacent and just be like, don't do anything. Just trust God. Well, yes, we do trust him. But uh, as the Bible says, faith without works is dead. You've got to do something. Have all the faith in the world. we got to do something. Hello, New York. Hello, New York. I unmuted you. Okay. I will put you on hold. Hello, Lauren? Hello? Okay, everybody's gone from their phone now. Star 8, if you would like to speak. We have several questions going. Star 8. Hello? Uh, Hi, Renata. Just a minute. Yes. um, Can you hear me? I can. Okay, yeah. Um. First and foremost, um, Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you. Uh, you too. Thank you. We're in the year 2018, and we're still here fighting, and that's a good thing. We made it through 2017, and, uh, you know, it was a rough one for me with the uh, loss of my mom, but, um, you know, we're still 
doing what we need to do. I'm still doing what uh, what I need to do, which is just keep the faith and uh, keep moving forward. So 2018, uh, you know, I have high hopes for this year. Maybe this is the year that uh, her electronic harassment gets eradicated. You know, maybe this is the year. Every new year is a is a brand new uh, brand new beginning and a brand new hope. You know, the devil doesn't want it to end because he's in his glory and his disciples are in their glory. But this thing is going to end. It has to end because the nature of evil is that it always gets eradicated. And, um, yes, so um, questions of the day. Um, Have I grown spiritually or how do you know when you've grown spiritually? I think it's just something that you know um, you might know because of people that you knew in your past or someone that you met that you used to deal with and they're just kind of stuck on the same level. You know, they're, maybe their life is they're just complacent and they're comfortable and they had no reason, they had no challenge to uh, push them forward. So, um, and, you know, how do you know you've grown spiritually? I just Well, not only spiritually, not only spiritually, anyway. For instance, I used to just say whatever, whatever <laughs> was on my mind. Whatever came up, came out. And I know that I've grown. I'm, I'm more reserved when it comes to speaking my opinion now. I care about hurting people's feelings where at one time I didn't. So it could be grown in that way too. Yeah, I understand. It's, um, so overall, as uh, you know, I think you know, that you've grown as a person just by the, you know, people that you meet, I don't know, people that used to be able to give you a reaction or get a reaction out of you. You just kind of grow on you. You evolve beyond their, um, beyond beyond them, beyond the way they live. So, you know, just overall, you, you know by by people that you used to deal with or, or if you're uh, walking down the street and you meet someone that you used to know and, is dealing with the same stuff, and you know you've moved beyond what their 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 little their their outlook. Yeah, you know by people that you used to know. Uh, I gauge myself that way. Um, and uh, New Year's resolution. I I think I've mentioned before. I made a promise never to make any more of those damn things because it doesn't make sense to. Um, wait for one time out of the year, and it usually turns out to be a lie because people never follow through on it or they just don't do it for too long. They keep, they do it for a couple of weeks. So why wait for one day out of the uh, out of the year to say things to yourself, to say things to others that you probably don't mean? You have good intentions, but you're not going to follow through on it because if, you're going to follow through on it. It would be the way you live your life, period. Like, you know, don't wait for January 1st to say, I'm going to lose weight. Work on it all year round. Uh, work on your family. Work on, you know, getting a better job or work on traveling or work on, you know, go someplace in the world that you want to see. Don't just wait for that one year. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me why you, why people wait for that one year to say, I resolve to, Take up jogging. Just jog. Just jog all the year, all year through. Just jog. Don't wait for January first. Live your life the way you want to live your life. 
don't wait to uh to uh to say I resolve to you know live the way you want to uh you know improve if you want to be better physically go to a gym don't wait for January first anyway that's the way I do it. I work it all year round I don't wait for January the first I try to uh you know improve myself daily I don't wait for for January the first I just live my life the way I live uh you know I want to live all year round i don't I don't don't wait for just one day to say I'm going to resolve to do this. I just try to do all the all year round, three hundred and whatever days out of the year. I try to do that. So I my New Year's resolution, and I made it quite a long time ago, was not to have any more New Year's resolutions. And um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, can the targeting be can targeting be uh, targeting be proven? Um, you know, you have to be meticulous and uh, disciplined and uh, and uh, and just determined. But yeah, it can be. You know, because I proved that the uh, that that myth that uh, they're beyond what do they call that stupidness. Um, I forget the wording. Um, you know, they can't be incarcerated or they're they they're they're just untouchable or some nonsense like that. But uh, you know, I proved that um, they are, they can be. Like like some of them were arrested for just going over the bounds. You know, they just got carried away. So. Um, been targeted to proven, yeah, you just have to uh, do your homework and do your take your notes and just be determined, just to kick their gosh darn ass, you know, in the dirt. You just don't you just don't want to sit down and take it, you know. You you want to you have to want to uh, stand up and, 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 and move forward and just you know, just be mad as heck and just don't don't want to take it anymore. You know, but it can be proven. You just have to do it intelligently and scientifically and just be consistent and disciplined and uh, knock these bums out. Knock them off. Knock them out of your life. Just, you know, get rid of these energy suckers, these energy vampires. Just get rid of them. You know, they're, they're a bunch of bastards. They're, they're, um, they're, they're, their life is revolved around teaching us our place, putting us in, in, our, in, in our place. Who the hell are they and who made them anything? You know, they are they're just a bunch of goddamn terrorists. You know, they attack our anatomy, they attack our our, our bodies, they attack us sexually, they you know, they assault our families, they kill our families. I mean, you know, to them we're just an experiment. To them we're just a joke. You know, to them it's just a way to relieve their stress. You know, these um these people are are, are human cadavers. They're they're just they walk upright but they're just walking dead. Um you know, just you can, you can, you can do it. You know, we can do it. We just have to uh, believe in God and uh, ask Him for the strength that you need, and just move forward, and, uh, and just don't let them conquer you. You know, if you're talking about suicide, they're winning. If you're talking about giving up, they're winning. If you're talking about they don't allow, they're winning. Right, you got to stop using words and and, and and statements like that. You just got to talk positively to yourself and and uh, realize these people are just a bunch of terrorists. You know, they boast about it being bullying on steroids, and I keep on saying I hope it is bullying on steroids because steroids kill you. 
steroids destroy your body. The steroids are very negative, uh, you know, chemical for the body. So if it's bullying on steroids, good. I hope it is. And I hope they drink a whole pile of it. Anyway, that's all i got to say. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, star eight if you would like to speak. Star eight. Anything, anybody? Okay, the questions are, do you make New Year's resolutions? And if you do, do you keep them? Are they worth even trying to make? I just stopped. (laughs) I don't even make them anymore. Just try to be a better person every year. Uh, Can this program be proven? We at the top of the year. We should really refocus on trying to gather evidence, I believe. Some people don't believe in gathering evidence. They feel like it's useless. It is very hard to prove. I will say that. It's very hard. These people pretty clever. I have to give that part to them um, in the way that they target people. Um, You know, it just doesn't leave a lot of proof. However, I do believe that we do get some things that are tangible and that we should hold on to those things and try to get this exposed. So uh, can it be proven? And if so, how? Who do we go to? What do we say? What, What kind of proof should we be gathering if we're being stalked by multiple people, how do you prove that? How do you pr- how do you prove directed energy? How do you do it? Um, and what's a good measure of growth? With New Year's resolutions, the whole goal of that is that you want to see growth within that year. How do you measure that? I guess some ways you can, like if it's weight loss, of course you can measure that. But just in general, how do you how do you measure your growth? Personal growth. Growth. Hello, targeting and harass. Oh, Renata, I forgot to say one thing. Would you allow me to say this? Because I, I forgot to get on the purpose. So, so would you allow me to say that? Yes. Can you make it quick, please? There's a couple yeah. other people. Okay. Yeah, I'll make it real quick. I want to make it real quick. Quick to the purpose. They send us the listeners that's on this call. You come to these calls and you say a lot of negative things about different people on the call. I just want you to know everybody that that you talk about on this call, they know that you're talking about them, and I know that you're talking about me when you you say different negative things about me and try to uh, dwell on things in the past like that or something that has happened in my life uh, during the week or something like that. You try to write some things in the chat room or you try to say something as as if you're calling in to say something. But that's okay because God has shown me that you do do these things. And can this be proven? That can't be proven, but everything I said about all those people I've named on previous calls, just put them on the witness stand to see how they lie. And all our medical reports and all that, there's plenty of evidence to prove this. It's not, not hard to prove if you get the, the people on the witness stand. And we're not a God that uses you in a mighty way because if it wasn't for you in the show, I wouldn't have nobody to, 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 uh, to express the things that I say to it. I could say to these things that I say openly. Yes, I trust God, and I, I thank you for uh, you have him allowing you to have the show. I just want to say that to the perps. You ain't fooling nobody, and ain't nobody scared of you or thinking about you. So thank you, Renata, for letting me say this thing. Thank you. Thank you very much. I give God all the glory, and I thank him for using me. I really do. Okay. Start eight if you would like to speak. You can talk about anything you like. Hello, Clarissa. How are you? Good. I just want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Thank you. Happy uh, New Year to you as well. Thank you. 
Um, last year was a very, very hard year for me, um, 2017. I do make New Year's resolutions, um, mm-hmm. and sometimes out of maybe about 10, I can accomplish one or two. Um, but the ways I have grown is I decided to tell myself that there were people that were really using me, um, so about three or four people that were using me. And whenever I needed someone to talk to, you know, about the targeting or what I was going through, um, they would try to cover it up or make it seem like, oh, that's a scary thing or whatever, which I know that a lot of people know about it and they do join in on the targeting. And I have told myself that I have to um, grow stronger in me by letting people go that are not good for me. People good, that for talk, good for you. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. People that want to cause more problems, you know, and this targeting is a lot. Um, well, my targeting started back in 1997. I tried to go to, fa- to family first, you know, because I didn't know who I could go to, who was going to believe me. Of course, they're going to think you're psycho and crazy and, oh, you know, are you high, are you drunk, are you this, are you that? It's always an excuse. Um, I was able to go to my brother, and I was able to have a conversation with him. Um, we talked maybe about 15, 20 minutes, him and I, um, at his place where he resided with his um, wife at the time. And I told him that, you know, something's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen to my life, but there has been people that have been following me. Um, it has gotten out of control is the reason why I had to come and tell you in case something happened. Um, you could take my son and care for my son if something happened to me. I told him I'm getting stopped all the time. I got followed here to your house. I said, you know, they have trucks like bands that are that are tapping me up. Um, and this all started at a job I was working at, and I was explaining that to him. And I told him I had a booklet for about three months that I was taking times and dates of, you know, people and what they were doing and uh, license plates and just the whole thing. Um, he stood there and thought it was a joke like most people would, you know. And I said, please come to my car. If you don't believe me, if you don't want to come and ride around with me, he's like, well, where are we going to go? And I said, ride around so you can see how these people are riding on me. I said, they are waiting off of highways in trucks, which they have um, wired up the old bugging old school way. I said, I want you to come and be a witness to what's happening to me in case something happens to me because I don't know what's going on. I said, if you can't do that, I have a booklet, a spiral book that I've been taking notes. If anything happened to me, you need to know. And please take care of my son because they are really, really riding on me. And the only part that they wasn't able to surveillance me at the time was when I came home. But it was from the time I left and went to work, my every break, my every move, whatever bus I took, whichever way I went home. And I believe, which I know is true, the reason why they were able to come into my house and surveillance me 24-7 was because of the manager that I had, which she is no longer manager, but she's been here as long as me. I've been living in this apartment complex for 19, 20 years. She had a boyfriend at the time because she would work all day. So she had a boyfriend at the time that always wanted to have the keys to this side of the building. There's four sides. And I told her about it because it was making me uncomfortable that he was coming up to me, telling me 
oh, I put your mail in your house when he could have held on to my mail and gave it to me when I came home. Or I went up in your apartment for whatever, whatever, and on my lease it states that you cannot come into my apartment not unless I'm present. And I kept telling her that he's doing this, and she's not on the premises, and he's not like the assistant manager, the maintenance man, or anything like that. And she agreed that he had the keys, and, and she didn't know why he was so infatuated with wanting to hold the keys to the side of the apartment. And I didn't think at the time that it was illegal. It was invasion of privacy. I wasn't thinking. But that's how they were allowed to come in and to rig me up electronically. And I believe that it can be proven if one person is being um, harassed and watched uh, 24-7 for a long, 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 long time, which nobody wants to say anything about it. But that right there is how everybody else's targeting get exposed. Because it could just be that one target, that one target that's being seen, that's being watched, that these people think we can do this to anybody. We could just target up anybody. I've never known that anybody across the world was being targeted until I said, wait a minute, something is wrong. I said, because I remember these security undercover people coming in this apartment complex and going to each unit. And I believe each unit here where I live at is, is, is tapped up. And a lot of people moved since then. And there was one lady that lived here, which me and her, we would talk that it was kind of strange, you know, how these men was like coming, you know, security type of guys, just weird type of guys that's just coming in an apartment complex. And me and her would talk about it. She doesn't live here any longer in this apartment complex. But um, I just said to myself, it's really weird. And then I go to work, and that's where I get all my targeting from. And they're not getting paid, but I believe that my manager boyfriend, which he has passed away since they paid him. But at the same time, they were watching him too, just to make sure he was working for them and doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so by this, by one person, you know, being surveillance, you know, it could help everybody else out in your targeting. Because before I was on 24-7, I had three friends, and I scared them the hell away because they didn't believe it. You tell people, oh, okay, I'm getting harassed here, I'm getting harassed. Some people may believe you, and some people may not. Some people may think, oh, you're not getting harassed, you're just making stuff up. So I know the people, if they're not on it 24-7 and they're being harassed, I believe it. Because before I was on 24-7, they were riding me. I was really, really scared. I was afraid. I didn't know what was going on, you know, and I had nobody to go to and nobody to talk to. So what I did was, a couple of months ago, I said, "This something has to be wrong. There has to be people in this world that's going through this. It can't just be me and my son. I mean, my neighbors are acting like nothing's going on with them. I go to work. They're all doing street theater. They're joining in. They're not getting paid anything. I said, this is really weird. This is really, really odd that me and my son can be targeted this big and nobody in this, in this world is being targeted like this. And when I went to the YouTube video for the first time in 20 years, that's when I found, I believe it was Myra Mays, which she was mm-hmm. the guy that killed herself, the young attorney, yeah. I think he was 31. And his story was almost exactly like my story. And then when I went and I seen yours, and you had like a lot of yours, and I was, you know, listening to them, and I was like, okay, 
she is a target because you can tell when people are a target from certain things that you say, certain things that you go through, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it actually, while, while I'm li- excuse me for cutting you off, while I'm listening to you, your targeting is very similar to mine. I went to my family members as well, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is. I don't know if you remember in the beginning when I first found your videos, I had emailed you, and I had said, you know, my family members, people know, and I want to get them subpoenaed, and I asked for your advice. I don't know if you remember that. And I said, I, I want to get my sister's subpoena because she knows what's going on. Yeah, and I, I have talked You remember? I do. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, and I had talked to her on the phone about my targeting. I talked to her on the phone on different occasions about my son being targeted, and she's not even knowing she's a target herself. She refused to talk to me. She will put notes on her door. She's always busy, um, and she was always like the mother to us kids. And one day I was talking to her. I said, okay, I'm going to be frank about this. This is what's really happening to me and my son. And as family, you know, I thought you would have stepped up, at least listened, gave some type of support. She lashed out very angrily, letting me know that she knows, because she told me, she said, so, okay, if this is true about you and your son, all the stuff you're saying, okay, why is you and your son a target? Why are you on TV? Why is your son on TV? It must be something bigger that's going on. Now, for her to say that to me, let me know that she knows. And this happened when my son was seven years old and he was used to be at her house like he was almost like her one of her child playing with her mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. So, so I believe that the targeting can be proven, but I believe people are really, really scared because people don't know what's going on. But I think through that one person's targeting is being targeted 24-7, they think they can just go around the world and target and do what they want to do to whoever they want to do it because they've been doing this shit for so long. It's been almost 19, 20 years now. And so they're just, just wanting to be in everybody's business. Like you were saying, the microchipping was going to end up doing that. They want to control the whole world and the whole people, and they feel like if ain't nobody saying nothing, then we can just do this to anybody. You know, so I believe, I just wanted to say that um, I believe that it can be proven. And also there's one thing, too, that I did take your advice about going to the city hall, like getting out there, like how you do. Very um, good. I'm sorry? I said very good. Go ahead. Um, so that's why I got your phone number. So Friday I went by there, which is only about three blocks from where I live, right across the street from the police station. Um, they were closed, but I went there and I got some booklets, some cards, some information. And I kind of looked at their agenda. They didn't really have nothing, like, going on at the time when I went there. Um, But I did talk to a couple of people um, there or the organized people that organized it. So they have theirs every Tuesday, every four Tuesdays of the month, which this Tuesday I do plan to go there. I think it's, like, five minutes. Um, I mean, five, I'm sorry, five o'clock when they start. And I just want to go and get the feel of it. And then the reason why I asked for your number for the coaching is just to, to get some suggestions from you. I'm going to go there a few times, you know, to get the feel, just to get the feel of it before I start speaking out because it's going to be my first time in 20 years besides talking on the phone, getting out there and speaking about this. So 
So that's why I asked you, you know, for your number, because I do want, you know, to do that. And I believe with them, they give you three minutes. But I think I need to be mentored on it, coached on it, mm-hmm. and know, you know, know or knowing certain words that they'll understand. Because when I call some of gang stalking this and that, they act like they didn't know, which I know they know what's going on. But anyway, that's why I asked for your phone number. And thank you for letting me um, speak. Very good, very good. I'm so proud of you. I want to ask you a question. Um, definitely call me about City Hall. I'll help in any way I possibly can with that. Um, you mentioned your brother. Uh, what's your relationship with him now? Okay, my brother. Um, my brother does his own thing. My brother is his own self. Um. This Friday that passed, we went to go and see my mother. Like I said, she died. So we got together. I hadn't seen him. My brother works right down the street from where I live here, and I didn't even know. And um, I found out through the great the grapevine or whatever. But we don't talk on a daily basis. Um, we talk concerning my mother, like, you know, oh, you want to go see mom today because she was out in Riverside, you know, stuff like that. But we don't chat every day we don't you know we don't we're not close like brothers and sisters like we talk every day but i know that he remembered because there's no damn way in hell that he could say that he don't remember it was a full length 20 minute conversation that i had with him and i really was trying to tell my sister because i would really wanted my son if anything happened to me to be in her care you know and he's asked me, well, what do you think is going to happen? And I said, I don't know. I guess when people do something, they go to jail, but I really haven't really did nothing to this extent where they will be just riding me and harassing me and torturing me. And everywhere I go at work, I go outside on the phone booth for system managers. Oh, we got to watch her everywhere she go. I go around the corner to the taco shop. Oh, we got to keep up with her. I mean, I had strange people that I worked with that were coming in this apartment complex. And I'm like, well, these faces look, you know, familiar to me. So I started doing different routes and doing different ways to make sure I wasn't tripping out about this when it was first happening because it was scary. It was scary. And I was telling him, and he was like, well, uh, what you want me to do? And I was like, well, I wish that you would come and ride with me so you can see, you know, in case any targeting or anything happened to him. He can see how they do you, how they treat you. You can be aware of the people that follow you, how they dress, what they drive. You know, how they was on my bumper when I went over. I mean, I was literally shaking when I went there. Okay, And for him to just act like, you know, I thought that once they came in here and they tapped it up, they electronic, they did it electronic, you know, magnetized it electronically. I thought that my brother would say, okay, I remember this conversation. She said something was going to happen to her. She didn't know what it was. Okay, now I see what they're doing to us then I thought he would have came forward and he would have remembered and said, okay, I'll remember now. But he didn't. But he didn't. Hmm. So, yeah. so do you think he's involved in your targeting? Um, he is involved in it to a certain extent, just like my sister. Um, I go over to her house, well, I used to for holidays and stuff like that, you know, just to get along. And I would take my son, and they would be doing the, the performance. They would just be like, they know all about it, and be joining in, laughing, and making us feel very uncomfortable. And that's why I said there's been a lot of people that have used me last year in 2017, 
that will do the street theater, that will do the performing, joining in, making a situation worse, I'm not going to be going there, you know, because it's going to make me uncomfortable. It's going to make my child uncomfortable. I'm just not going to go, even though I want to go because it's family, it's a get-together or something like that. But when you got to go around your family and sit there and then they act like you're a strange person, you know, picking what you're talking about, you're not really wanting to socialize with you. It's just like I, I just made my mind up that I'm not going to try to, you know, do anything like that, you know. Cause it's yeah, too much. I went through that same thing. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he hasn't said nothing to me about it, and I haven't questioned him since. You know, okay, do you remember what happened? Do you remember what's going on? Do, do you remember we having this conversation? Um, I haven't said anything to him about it. He hasn't said anything to me about it. Well, I'm really sorry to hear about your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and how how is your son doing? My son, he, he's okay. He He's working. Um, he's, he's, he's better than what he was. I mean, we all could be better. I could be better. There's things that I need to work on in my new years. Um, but for him to be dealing with what he's dealing with, especially as a, a black man, you know, and keeping his anger and to try to keep positive, I try to feed words into him like that. Um, I know that he's very lonely and he's isolated and I feel really bad because he was a kid and I feel like if it's something that I did to these people while I worked at, my son shouldn't have to suffer for that. You know, yeah. so, so we're both just suffering. I didn't even do nothing. They never sat me down and said I did anything. I mean, if they didn't want me working at the place, they could have fired me or anything. Whatever they thought, they could have set me down. Nobody set me down. And for 20 years, I went to the court. I wrote letters. I got some response. I wrote to FBI if I was under an investigation or what was going on. I mean, I just had no help, no help at all. So I said, you know, there's people know, my family know, I'm going to get them subpoenas. And then that's, that's when I had found these websites, and that's when I had emailed you, and, you know, you told me that's not a good idea to, you know, to do that. So. Well, I wish the best for you and your son, and just stay strong. It sounds like you're doing very well. Under the circumstances. Thank you. I'm trying. Yeah, very good. Well, call me whenever, okay? Okay. Well, what I was uh, wanting to do was, I don't know what time, what your time is where I could call, but I'm going to go to the city hall on Tuesday mm-hmm. and get the feel of it. And so I don't know if during the week it's a good time for you or maybe on a Saturday or something like that because I know you're busy I'm busy. Yeah, and you I can either you can call. call me this afternoon, or um, you can call me tomorrow. It's it's up to you. I was if I, I was going to wait to mm-hmm. after that city after I go to the city hall meeting. Oh, you want to call me right? after the meeting? Right after I go to that meeting, because I'm not going to go there. I'm going to want to get the feel. I'm not going to just go there and just start speaking out. I want to get comfortable, you know, and get yeah, of how to talk and you know what to say and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well, just call me after, and and if I um, just leave a message if I don't answer, and I'll call you back. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you, Sure. Thank you, Renata. Okay. Best wishes. I know it will go well, and like you said, just sit there and observe, and just kind of see how it goes. And right. that's good. That's good. I'm proud of you for doing that. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Star eight, if you would like to speak. Star eight. Hello. Hi. Marilyn. Hello, can you hear me? I can. Hi. Hi. Oops. 
Hi. Um, I think this is the first time I've been on your call. Okay, welcome. Uh, What's your name? Diane. Hi, Diane. How are you? Hi. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so to answer your questions, I uh, think to everyone who, you know, shared already, um, uh, so your questions, uh, I, I may not answer them, you know, exactly the way, you, you know, you uh, asked the question, but I... Okay, so you I, answer them however you like. You mm-hmm. don't even have to answer those particular questions, and you can say whatever is on your mind. Those questions are just to generate conversation, but you can mm-hmm. say whatever you want to say, so it's fine. Go right ahead. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, in relation to those questions and just the whole uh, nightmare of uh, of this gang stalking and targeting that, um, you know, I just want to say that it's a, it's, it's a spiritual war. And so if it's a spiritual war, um, it has to be addressed based on uh, the spirit, uh, not based on uh, anything that we think we should do about it. Uh, you know, uh, it's because there's only one power, uh, you know, there is only one power. That power is not me and that power is not these people. The power does not belong to the gang stalkers. It does not belong to the perps. It only belongs to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. That, that's who that power belongs to. I totally to. agree. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, it it becomes almost like a spiritual shield when when we understand. And I I just want to say that you know okay so the Lord said ask first He said we can move a mountain right it says if you believe right. in your heart if you believe in your heart that you can move this mountain and you tell this mountain to move believe it in your heart it will fall away into the sea. He also says, ask in his name and whatever you ask him, Jesus. And he said, I will do it. So the question remains for me and all of us is, what is what's the problem then? What's, that, what's the problem? Why can't I move this mountain? Why have not this mountain falling, uh, fallen away? Why have not the Lord Jesus done what he said he would do. So then the problem becomes who? The problem becomes me. Because God said he will not give his glory to another. If God will not give his glory to another, that means we can be on our knees, we can be praying for God to help us, and we don't get an answer. Why don't we get an answer? Something's wrong. We're doing something wrong. We're not paying a really attention to what we as human beings are doing when we approach God. We're approaching God wrong. Our prayers are not getting to his ears. He's not going to hear us. We can be on our deathbed and he's not going to hear us because he said, I cannot give my glory to another. He may see us. He may pity us. He may feel sorry for us. And he loves us. But he's not the type of God that's going to give his glory to another. We have to come to him a different way. And and, and I'm saying this because if you think about David, and I'm sorry, Daniel in the lion's den, you think about Daniel or 
Meshach, Hadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Think about first Daniel in the lion's den. Daniel, if Daniel had focused on those lions, he would have been demolished by those lions. But Daniel focused on God. So Daniel, in fact, was telling God that the lions had no power. Only you have the power to save. And so that's where God was able, in his mercy, in his infinite power to to reach out and save Daniel, because Daniel respected him. He did not respect those lions. what, What we do... What we do when we focus on these perps, when we focus on what they're doing, and the Lord Jesus said, be anxious for nothing, he really means it when he says it. We focus on, we become afraid, we want people to help us, we tell people what's going on. We do it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with gathering evidence, but what I'm saying is the, the fear factor, uh, and, and they're even creating the fear factor, and we're, we're falling into the fear factor. And when we ourselves fall into that fear factor, the anxiety, the worry, how are we going to figure it out, how are we going to prove it, we're in fact telling God, these people are our idols. We are, we, we, that's idolatry. We're, they become our idols. So God is not going to help us. So do you so are you one of those people that believe that we should just do nothing? No, I am not saying that. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is we have to change our focus. We have to change our hearts. We have to we have to do this according to the way God say we must do this. Let him be our all in all. Then, you know, our guidance, guess guess who our guidance come from? the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will tell us what we need to do every step of the way. And when the Holy Spirit say, do this, he gives us enough strength, takes away that fear. The power comes from, the power to conquer, okay, the power to conquer comes from the only power that there is, and it's not me. The power to conquer comes from the Holy Spirit. And when that Holy Spirit's power is, 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 is present to conquer, you will know what to do. You will know what steps to take. The angels will guide you and fight for you and move the mountains out of your way. But we cannot get there. We can't get there because we don't understand what we're doing. We don't understand where our heart is. We don't understand that we have not uh, allowed ourselves uh, to actually make God our all in all and, and put the gang stalking, uh, uh, not, not allow that to bother us. And it's like, again, Daniel in the lion's den. Who did Daniel trust? Did he trust the lions or did he trust the God? God? Because if he had feared those lions, and the Bible says the fearful will suffer. If Daniel had feared those lions, if Daniel had worried about those lions, then God would not have saved Daniel. If Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had feared that fire, then that angel would not have come down to save Shadrach, 
uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's, it's what, what I'm saying is we as human beings, we don't realize that we are making this game stalking greater than God. We are, that's what we're doing. We okay, how so? How so? I'm just we, curious. Okay. We, we, we do that when we become frightened. We do that when we become worried. We do that when we allow it to uh, freak us out. We do that when we uh, don't say, uh, for example, uh, that will be done. If I'm in this situation and if I'm being, you know, targeted by DEW, I got a God, right? So my God, I'm in this situation. So should I say, God, why do you have me in this situation? Or should I say, Thy will be done because I know you're greater. Which one should I say? Now, or do I we say to. or do we say use me? Because I say use me, Lord. That's what I say. I say use me to help the victims. Use me to, to find a way to, 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 to give some relief for this. That's what that's well, you've already prayer. told but then well, then you've told him what you see that you've told God the way you want to go instead of allowing God to tell you the way he wants you to go. See, that's what we met. That's how we mess up. That's how we mess up. We don't dictate to God. We can't dictate to God. We don't know how God is going to use us. God may take you, Renata, and He might be. He might. He might want you to do something completely different. But you've already defined it for Him. You've already told this great God. You've already defined for this great God, who's God of the universe and who who tells us what to do. I don't tell God what to do. God tells us what to do. So you've already defined for God your path. And God might Well, no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, because I disagree with that. Maybe I should reword that. I ask God to use me, and God has used me. Because I believe that we all have a purpose. And I believe that my purpose, I'm speaking for myself, I know that my purpose is to help in this community. This is my Okay. And and God, so then God revealed that to you. So God has revealed to you your purpose, and that's great. That's great. So you're do, you're doing that. How, however, I'm just I'm talking about like on an individual basis and for the purpose of helping other TIs. That if my thing is saying, if God, if God, say we can move mountains, God cannot lie, right, Renata? Right. God right. 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 And if if the Lord Jesus says. Um, uh, ask anything in my name and I will do it. And so mm-hmm. we're asking in the Lord name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And it's not happening. Something's wrong. That's all I'm just trying to uh, point out. Something's wrong with me. The thing about our prayers not being answered is that I, I'm a true believer in some, just because we pray for something, it doesn't mean that that is God's will for our life. So when things don't happen, to me it doesn't mean that God's not hearing me, it means it may mean that it's not in his will or that is not his plan for my life at this moment. See, we want, things, a... we want things right now. Just because I pray for, for relief right now doesn't mean the help is not on its way. It just well, let me means tell you something about, it's not coming right now. Well, let me tell you something about God. Let me tell you something about God. God will answer you in an instant. Sometimes. No, God will answer you. God will answer us in an instant. Sometimes. When, when, you know, when we are spiritually aligned correctly. So our problem 
is what I'm trying to say to, to you, me, myself, and all of us. We are not spiritually aligned correctly to have God answer us in a moment. If we were spiritually aligned correctly, all of the game stalking would go away. In my life, if I was spiritually aligned correctly, God will keep his promise. He will keep his word. Jesus will keep his promise because I've done what's required. But my problem is I can't do what's required. As a human being, I struggle. They, the game stalkers know about the spiritual realm. They know that keep us frustrated, keep us focusing on them, which takes away that spiritual focus, which takes away that spiritual work. We have to do our extra work, extra hard work, has to be in the form of, of gaining that spirituality, getting our souls connected to God to the point of receiving his power, not our power, but his power. His well, power see, is the Holy Spirit. The thing about being um, um, God's answering us in an instance is that we, as humans, we don't want to go through anything, okay? We just feel like we just want to go through life with no hardships or anything. That's all of us. Me too. <laughs> Um, but the Bible tells us that trials and tribulations work with patience. We have to go through some things. How can I tell you the goodness of God if I don't know the goodness of God? How can I tell you about his power if I don't know his power, if his power has never worked in my life? I have to go through some things. You have to go through some things. The way I look at it, this is what the Lord chose me to go through. If it was not this, it would be something else, okay? We have got to go through some things, right? In order we to have even to, know that God exists, in, in order to even believe that He exists, He has to work in our lives for us to even be a testimony for Him. That's how I see that's, it. That's what the Bible says. You're right. We're supposed to suffer according to uh, our the way our uh, uh, Lord Jesus suffered. We we have to have some identification with Christ to be in order we to are be partakers. Christ. We are partakers. Yes. Right, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying, I, you're you're absolutely right. In the Bible, the Scripture absolutely says that, and we are taking down this path of uh, struggle and suffering, and you know, for for our growth. And, uh, but but when we get there, when we get to where God wants us to be spiritually, God answers our prayers almost instantly. But that's what I'm saying. That sometimes. Some of us, some of us don't know what you just said about the suffering part and the growth, and that this is a trial. We're supposed to go through this. Some of us don't know that. But but what I'm saying is that we have to grow to the point of getting to where God wants us to to uh, to get to, and that's complete trust in Him. And sometimes we get on our ner- and on our knees. And some of us on the line may not really know this and may not even believe this, you know. But when, when we get on our knees. And we say, uh, in the name of Jesus, answer my prayer, God, in the name of Jesus. We're not saying anything. We're really not saying nothing. Because you know what? Those are words. I can just walk up to you and say, I want you to sign. I'm here. um, I'm representing my mother, and she needs for you to, uh, she needs this document signed. So I'm representing my mother. All this is being done in my mother's name. It's just just a a, um, words. Just actions. In the name of Jesus means in Jesus. 
walking in There's Jesus. power. There's you. power in the name of Jesus. I have to disagree with that. We have to come in his name. There's there's power in his name. What it's I'm not saying just, is, it's not just when I say there's power me. in his name, you're not, you're not hearing me, Renata. I'm saying that in the name of Jesus is more than saying the words. It is you, yourself, your soul, your 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 walk in Him. That's what I'm okay. saying. Okay, I thought you said that that the words are just meaningless. No, I don't. No, oh, okay. they're not. They're not meaningless. They're okay. not meaningless. Okay. Yeah, they're not meaningless. What I'm saying is, people are not recognizing uh, where they're at when they say in the name of Jesus. They can't just say in the name of Jesus, uh, just just to say in the name of Jesus. There, t- it, it takes. It takes your your entire being to walk mm-hmm. in Jesus, and when you walk in Jesus, you're you're and saying uh, in the name of Jesus, you're doing uh, the walk. It's more mm-hmm. than just saying the words. You're actually right. living. That's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to okay. express. It. Yeah, and gotcha. so I, I just wanted to say that because I need to say this for myself, or not because I struggle with looking away. You know, like. Um, when when uh, Lot when Abraham uh, had to go and rescue Lot from uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, right? And um, the Lord told them, "Don't look back, and don't don't look back." And and everybody uh, had to walk to keep looking forward. But one person looked back, and that was Lot's wife. Lot's wife. Uh-huh. Lot's wife looked back, and she was turned to the pillar of salt. So when we look back, we remain that pillar of salt until we keep looking forward. And the only forward looking is at God. We look back. We become afraid. Oh, look what they're doing to us. So we've looked back. Instead of saying, I know they're out there, and I'm going to focus on God because God is going to uh, give me the wisdom and the knowledge and the, and, the, and, the, and the courage to know what to do. I'm not looking back. I'm going to collect my evidence. I'm going to write down. I'm going to take everything every day. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to take my, when somebody walk up to me that's game stalking me, I'm going to take their photo. If one of those color cars or whatever, the lights or whatever they be going on, let them do whatever they do, fine. Because I'm going to take down my evidence. But it ain't going to be me. I'm going to take my evidence, and it's not going to be me that's going to conquer these people. You know, I'm going to walk forward. Well, for me, I'm going to help people along the way. That's just who I am. There, there are different ministries. Okay, there's different ministries. I oh, I'm not saying I'm saying you're doing the right thing. I consider myself to be in the helps ministry. I will you're doing the right thing, Renata. Who I am is who is who God made me, and you're doing the you're doing the right thing. I'm not yes, saying you're not doing the you're doing the right thing. What I'm saying is what what we're the way we're processing the way we're processing this whole thing in our minds and in our hearts. We have to help one another like you're doing. And that's why I'm on the phone. I'm helping myself and I'm helping others, hopefully. Mm-hmm. You you have your phone ministry because you're helping people. But people still are freaking out, Renata. But people you know what? Are... Be, open, be open to the fact that the Lord may use you to take them down. You don't know who he's going to use. The people in the Bible, but they, didn't know, they didn't know God was going to use them. We don't know who God's going to be, who's going to who he is going to use to break this whole thing. We have no idea. God works through people. He's going to work through one of us. We don't know who, but he's going to work through somebody. It's probably going to be a collective of many of us. God has an army, and in the army, everybody has a position. 
And we have to be open for that. I'm never going to lay down and take this. That's not who I am. That's not who God made me. I'm a warrior. I'm going to be a warrior. And there's many warriors on this call, and some of us are going to be on the front line, and some of us are going to not be on the front line. But we have to be open to be used however God wants to use us because we never know how he's going to use us. I say all the time on this call, you could just say, hi, how are you doing today? And that could that could totally brighten somebody's world. You know what I mean? Just just being yes. a friendly view. Like we just don't know how God's gonna be how God is going to use us. We should never limit ourselves. We should be open. And like you said, we need to be prayed up. We need to be in tune with the spirit so that he can use us. It's, it's almost like I just want to say one more thing and, and I'm saying this for me, but I'm saying this for me. It's almost like um Somebody else, it's almost like um, the the power from on high. Okay, I, I, I don't own that power, right? I don't own it. It right. don't belong to me. I can't uh, dictate that power. I can't even tell that power when to come to help me, right? I have nothing to do with that power. Mm-hmm. But when that power, when that power from on high comes, into my life, when it decides to do it, and I, I guess I have to be in a certain um, uh, frame of mind, uh, emotional, spiritual position, my heart, uh, my inner man, I have to build my inner man up, my inner spirit up, whatever. When I, when I take that responsibility, then the power, when, when that power on high decides, they're gonna come, it's going to come into my life suddenly, Renata. I am not the same person. Suddenly, with the power that came to me from on high that I don't control, it gives me everything I need to be the warrior. I cannot be a warrior without that power on high. I cannot change. I cannot have a change of mind or a change of heart. I cannot receive the courage. I cannot receive even the love for these people that's doing what they're doing without that great power from on high that's real and will alter my whole existence and my whole being to where I will know without a doubt what to do. It does not come from me. It does not come from decisions that I make. It does not come from me at all. It is a power greater on high and when God decides, you, you know the songs that don't take your spirit from me? The song that said, please don't take your spirit from me? Yes. That's because, that's because that, whoever wrote that song knows that without that spirit, they're frail. They're fearful. They have no power. They can't control. They don't know what to do. But when that spirit comes down to you from on high, you become like David, a mighty man. You know that you are a mighty man. Your heart knows you're a mighty man, and you know who's guiding you, and you know it's not you. And you have every answer to every problem. And that's where we have to get to. That's all I'm saying. And we're going to struggle because we're supposed to struggle. We're going to struggle. We're supposed to suffer persecution. We're supposed to uh, Paul, Apostle Paul, suffered many persecutions. Jesus suffered persecution, but 
Jesus had that spirit on him. The Holy Spirit was given to Jesus when he was baptized. So nothing could, Jesus said, I'm going to keep my face like a flint. Uh, They spit on him, they whipped him, but he kept his face like a flint. He never departed from his thoughts to who actually was his Savior. That Holy Spirit was with him all the time to where he could keep his face like a flint. Nothing could shake him. Nothing. He knew exactly what he was supposed to do in the midst of persecution. And that's that's what I want to just share, that when we get that ability to fight, it don't come from us. It comes from the Holy Spirit and is real and is true. It's the power that comes down from on high. You will be a different person. You won't be the same person. You won't be the same fearful person. You will know exactly what you're supposed to do. But you have to uh, get yourself in gear to receive that power. You have to get yourself in gear. That's all. And it's for me, too. I, me, too. I'm working on it, <laughs> Renata. Amen. I am, too. I am, too. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Diana. Stay strong, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. And you can speak again if you like. Okay, star eight, if you would like to speak. Hello. Hi, Renata. This is Samantha. How you doing? Good. Happy New Year, Samantha. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. Um, your first question was about, um, what is it? Uh, okay, New let Year's me just resolution. recap. Uh, do you make New Year New Year's resolutions? And if you do, do you keep them? Um, can this program be proven? And what's a good measure of growth, personal growth, spiritual growth, whatever type of growth? Well, I, I don't make resolutions. I try to plan, you know, and, and improve myself all through the year. But I just wanted to say something about what the woman said. I believe that power comes from God, but I don't believe that the reason why we go and do this is because we're not spiritually inclined. And that's right. the book of Job. And Job was, was more was was after God owes heart. He was he feared God and and, 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 and and Satan wished to devour Job. It doesn't mean because we're going through this that God hasn't answered our prayers. I believe that I, well, I didn't even know. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to cut you off, but you have a good point about Job. Because yes. like you said, Job was a, a man after God's own heart. And and the whole moral of the story with Job is that God was allowing Job to be tested by the devil. Yes, yes. That's so that basically what mean, that was. Yes, it doesn't mean just because we're going through this, it doesn't mean that God is not answering our prayers. Um, when I when 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 I began to experience this and become awakened, it made me aware who I really was in God. I believe that the kingdom of God is threatened by us. And we are more spiritually inclined than we we even know, <laughs> because if there's no reason for them to for for Satan to attack us like this, if we was not a threat to the kingdom of darkness. So on the flip side of not being spiritually inclined, I believe that we are. Do do some people fear? Okay, they gotta grow. They gotta get to the point where they trust God and know God that He's all powerful. He's in control, and we pray for those people. 
But it's not because they don't they don't know uh, uh, God is all power and the powers come from God. I know where my help come from, and I know every day I walk and walk out this door that my help come from the Lord. That they don't subdue me. That God allowed me to overcome my enemies. It's because of God, not me. But I believe that God will use His people. Uh, he even says in His Word that He allow us to run through troops and leap over walls. We 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 not gonna be no cowards and sit back and let the devil have his way. We, uh, the devil ain't playing with us, so why we gotta sit back and let the devil? Play? <laughs> I'm not doing no, it. I'm no, not doing that's not, I'm not one of those. Com- I'm not one of those complacent Christians that say, "Well, I'm gonna wait on the Lord. I'm on the Lord," because I know that God gives us power to tread on scorpions. I know that He does. He knows that yeah. we fall short. He knows that. And he's working with us every day. We come into repentance. We build up our spiritual life. We build up our spiritual man, and we keep running for the Lord. That's how I look at it. That's right, and and that's why we need God. We're not perfect. I, I I come short all the time, but I don't I don't fear no man. Yeah, maybe some of the TIs do are suffering with the fear, or whatever. But we pray and we turn our plate down for them to let them know that you know God show them who you are, your mighty hand. You know we 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 don't we don't. Well, I don't suppose to think that somebody is not in position, even if I don't see it, even if they, even if they saying something that I don't understand, or maybe they not where I think they should be. Don't never think that somebody is not in position with God. God knows. Man judge the out of the parents. She said words. We can't listen to the words. God looks on our heart, so he know he really knows who we are, and I believe that all Tias was called. Uh, uh, by God, and God will is going to get the glory out of our lives uh, for Satan's defeat in our lives. I believe that this thing is going to be exposed. How I don't know. I believe that the kingdom of darkness is being destroyed as we speak now. We make we may can't see it. We uh, God might not reveal it to us. Some people might see it, but God is destroying the wicked. They're doomed saying here. Why you think they are bullying on steroids? They trying to get their kingdom to survive. But it can't survive. It's not going to survive. That's why they putting all these people. This has been going on for so long, but they did it. They did it in a lax, you know, lax way. Now they putting a whole bunch of people in these programs and these programs because they know their doomsday is here. Their time is up. And that's why they doing what they do and make no mistake. And it's not about that uh, we don't got the faith. We don't, we don't, we trying to get the glory from God because God, all homage, all praise, all glory belongs to God. I'm, we not a fool. We know where the power lies from. We know who's in control. But just because it, it has not stopped completely or we don't see what God is doing on the other side of the mountain doesn't mean that people are not spiritually uh, uh, in tune. Let it me tell you doesn't... something. This is what I said on Lauren's call the other day. You know what gives me hope? That we are we are witnessing the Lord Jesus bringing down Hollywood right now. That's Satan's kingdom. That's one yes. of Satan's biggest, biggest kingdoms right there. It's Hollywood. God is bringing that down. We never thought this would happen. It's coming down. All this sexual stuff that's coming out, we never thought that would happen. We don't know how God's going to do what he's going to do, but I tell you what, he's going to do it. I guarantee Amen. you that. That's right. That's right. That's right. And uh, that's all I, I had to say, you know. Um, just, just look at the book of Job. He did nothing to deserve that. He did nothing. Satan hates God's creation. That's why he comes to try to devour us, and he'll do anything 
to bring us down with him because he knows his day is his time is up and he's going to hell. And that's why he do what he do. It doesn't mean that we're defeated. It doesn't mean that God didn't answer our prayer. It doesn't mean that 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 He won. I, I'm on the winning side. I know I win. I don't care what these perks, these puppets, these pops, these these satanic pawns and pets do. Every day they go out to bring them in. I don't care what they do because I know I'm on the winning side and I got the victory. And and so what it didn't stop. I'm still victorious. So what they come out and listen on my 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 calls and and say what they heard or whatever I got the I still got the victory. God causes us to conquer the enemy. He causes us to triumph over them. That's why we are victorious. We're not gonna lay down and die. No, that's not what God wants us to do. You you just like you said, faith without works is dead. And we got the work. We got to fight the good fight of faith, and God is going to get the glory out of it all. We're not trying to share no glory with God. That's what Satan's do. That's, that's what Satan kings them. They want the glory. They want to be in control. We're not trying to be in control. We're fighting against the end. We're we fighting for the just cause. That's not, that's not getting wanting glory. That's not wanting glory. We, we are on the Lord's side doing what he, he wants us to do. We don't want no glory out of this. We want everybody to... Uh, 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 be free. This, 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 this stronghold, this yoke of bondage to be broken. So what do we do? Yes, we pray. Yes, we fast. Yes, we, 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 we um seek God's face. But He has other things for us to do. Write letters. If He say write letters, write letters. It might not move their hearts, but God, you know, in the scripture of Proverbs, it says that the king heart is in God's hand. The king is evil. He's a, he's the elite. The king is from the elite. It's in his hand, and he's going to turn it to our favor. That's so, so if we got to write letters to the, to the wicked, to the elite, to, for God to turn his heart, then, then so be it. It says it in Proverbs. It's in, it's in his hand. The, even these wicked people, God will turn these wicked people's heart to favor us. He will do it. It's his word, and, I'm, and, and that's what we got to do, stand on the word, because the word is tried and true. And that's all I have to say. God bless you all. Um, um, just keep. Keep pressing. Keep believing, God. Don't give up. Don't lay down. Don't lay down. God don't want us to lay down. Don't lay down. Fight the good fight of faith. Let them know that you're standing for God, that you're standing against everything. Everything When you stand against wickedness, that means you're standing for God, not yourself. You're not just, God is the one that hates wickedness. You're standing for God. So how Amen. could you be get the glory out of that. You stand on against wickedness. The people who want the glory, they want to do their own thing. They want to rule the world. They want to control people. They want to oppress people. They trying to get the glory. They want you to bow down to them, bow down to their gods and their, and do their heathen ways. So, so you know, and I get excited. I'm sorry I'm not yelling at nobody. I'm not talking about nobody because I love people. But I'm just saying in general, don't never think that nobody's that somebody's not spiritually in tune because you don't hear or see what you think they're supposed to say or do. God knows the heart. God bless you. That's all I gotta say. Thank you, Samantha. Very well said. Thank you. Okay, I unmuted you, Diane. Go ahead. Yeah. So I hope I didn't. Um, you know, I wanted to just clarify. I'm not saying that we are not. Uh, loved by God, and I'm not saying that uh, we're not sp- spiritually in tune with God either. I'm not saying that at all, uh, and I don't even see why I'm d- defending this. But um, there and you is. you don't have to. We you don't have to. We just we just everybody no, just but, saying what they but, what's uh, on their heart. Go ahead. No, but I think the last caller 
was kind of kind of made it seem like I was saying that God is not answering our prayers because we're well, not that, spiritual. Well, that's Samantha, and she's unmuted. So go ahead. Yeah. So no, that's that's not what I'm. That's not what I was saying at all. Uh, I do believe, like she said, the TIs are 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 a select group, and that I do believe there is something about TIs that uh, God has uh, chosen for some reason. I, and that's why I believe this is a spiritual war. Uh, and uh, so there's, I, I don't know God's plans, you know, but I, I know there's something about this process that's going on with TIs that God could be uh, waking up the world through us and we might be, uh, you know, the elect of God. You know, it's something going on with that. But because I'm not God, of course, I don't know what it is, but it, it but it's, it's spiritual. I know that it's spiritual. And, 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 and uh, there are people who are Christians who love God, who loves Jesus, uh, but there, there might be a way of uh, worshiping that's not getting our prayers answered. That's all. And I, I've seen, um, I've heard of about, you know, people, uh, you know, some people go to their pastors and they say, well, why is my prayers not being answered, you know? And 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 sometimes there is something. There are adjustments that that true Christian who God loves and who are spiritual otherwise, there might be some adjustments that that person might need to make in order for God to hear their prayer. And I think that's what I was trying to say. I wasn't saying anything about uh, nobody being uh, God not hearing our prayers because we are unrighteous people or because we did something wrong. This is wrong. What's happening to us is wrong, and none of us deserve it. None of us deserve this, and 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 this is not my fault. I know, and I don't believe uh, whatever's happening to any TI is their fault. I believe it's an evil system, uh, and I believe it is a system that's trying to overthrow God's people. I really do believe that, and I believe it's something about TIs that's more spiritual that they're trying to tap into to to destroy God's kingdom. I, I really I believe that, but you know, of course, I, I can't. I don't know exactly because I'm not them. I, I didn't create this system, but that's what it looks like to me. So I can just say that this is a spiritual war that's going on. Uh, but when I said that um, we need to uh, look at how we're looking at this situation. I was talking about on a spiritual basis, more on a spiritual basis. I've had um, many uh, miracles to happen in my life. And when I look back on those miracles, I was in a, I was, my heart was in a certain position spiritually. There are other times when my heart may not be in that position spiritually, and things don't always work out. But those times that it really worked out for me, I, I can look back at those times. They were absolute miracles. They were not something that I had a hand in, but I was in a certain spiritual position. And that's what I was trying to say. We as, as a people, we as believers who love God and know that we don't deserve this, like Job didn't deserve what he received, uh, and God, you know, sent, he carried him through that. And what came out of that was, well, the people that was trying, that was to console Job were the evil people. In the end, God gave Job a heart to even pray for his friends, and then God blessed Job. 
you know, when, when God got Job to a certain point of, of mind, Job had to go through what he went through to get, and God got him to a certain point of mind. When Job understood in his heart who God was, in his heart that uh, God was the almighty God, and he should not question God. When he got that to that point, and it was true in his heart, that's when God changed Job's circumstance. And that's all I'm saying. We as true Christians who love God, love Jesus, uh, sometimes we have to get ourselves within ourselves to a certain place spiritually. That's the only thing I'm saying. Not that we, uh, 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 it's a lesson of, of spirituality, spiritual growth. And that's all I'm saying. We can't just be stagnant at one place. We're, we're in this position to learn something. For me, I, my lesson right now is to uh, hear, uh, to look at what am I doing wrong as far as how I'm perceiving this situation. How am I perceiving this situation? How am I responding to this situation? Am I making this situation greater And in my own personal life? Am I making those drones outside greater? Am I running in fear? Or am I saying they are not and cannot be greater? My God is greater. And say that truly without fear truly without worry, even while I'm suffering pressure from them, I can say, Jesus, where do you want me to move? Where do I move now? Where do I move now until you rectify this for me? Because I know you're going to rectify it. I don't care what they do. I don't care what they say. I'm going to die to this and let you guide me. I'm going to die to worry. I'm going to die to their so-called seemingly power, I'm going to die to it all. And even if I must die, let me die as long as I know you're my guide. And when my heart gets there, my Lord Jesus, tell me what to do next. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And we'll rectify. We'll rectify the situation when I'm where the Lord Jesus wants me to be Spiritually, that's all I'm saying. And and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because that takes work. Right. work. It takes work to work through this thing and not to work through fighting them, work through fighting within ourselves. The fight is within us, not them. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. Okay, we have other people waiting. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. All right. Star 8, I'm sorry you guys are waiting so long. Hello? Elvira? I'm here. Hello. Hi. Great great call as usual, but I just wanted to make sure that I say it to everybody. Um, I know Christmas is over, but I still want to say Merry Christmas, and I want to wish everybody a happy new year, healthy and prosperous. Thank and, you. And, uh, you too, Elvira. You too, and thank you for for being there for us all these years. I wanted to say that too. Oh, thank you so much, Elvira. Thank you. How are <laughs> and you thank doing? Thank all the rest. Yeah. How are you doing? 
I'm trying to. I've been looking at places. I'm trying to find a place so I can get out of, you know, just mold and stuff. And uh, that's what I'm doing, trying to do, and hope that I can start feeling better, get better, you know what I mean? Yes. Praying on it. Definitely be praying for you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Did you want to say and anything thank you else? for being there for, for me, for all of you, you especially. That's what I, I felt that I needed to say. And uh, I can't talk too long. You know, I have to get on the machine and stuff. Yeah. So, okay, I'll be talking you. to you. And God partner. bless everyone. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'll put you on hold. Thank God for using me. And God can, can and will use each and every one of us. If we are a willing vessel, he has work. He has work for us to do. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So if you want to be a laborer for the Lord, just ask. He has some work for you. Hello. Hello. How are you, Laura? Oh, I didn't really have have anything to say, but I will comment that since this happened to me, I have been taking photographs, and primarily I have had the camera focused on myself, not just the stalkers, but on me, because they've been using me not only for target practice for with the weapons, the bioweapons, but for human experimentation. And it's just, you, you said at the beginning, is there any way that we can prove this? My photographs are their damnation. It's just, it's unbelievable, the photographs I have. I don't know if God or what, somebody has helped me document just about every single thing they have done to me. I have photo. My my photographs are their downfall. So well, what, just, I'm just curious. When you photograph yourself, what type of pictures are you taking? I just um, I don't know. Sometimes I wake up in in the night and because um, I, I feel something around me and I couldn't I wouldn't even um, try to explain the photographs I've captured. Um, huh? It might scare people. But other photo I've taken of, you know, I've known that they've had implants. They have us all implanted with exoskeletons. Nobody on the calls goes into the human experimentation side of it. I'm the only one who's focused on that because I know what's going on. We are all implanted with um, U.S. Army exoskeletons. A lot of people are having problems with their legs. It, um, it's, it's a crippling device. Um, and... The corporation that did this to me, I was living in California, in um, in Berkeley, San Francisco, that location just outside of Silicon Valley. And the research institute that got hold of me and did this to me um, is an intelligence and army intel contractor. They're a, well, they're a CIA contractor. And... Um, I don't know, all the pieces just fell into place informing me of what was going on. So anyway, um, I just have remarkable photographs, Renata. And I I put them in the right hands. So it's helping us. 
I don't hear anybody talking. Oh, I just got through saying, I don't hear anybody talking about the human experimentation side of this horrific genetic engineering that's going on. And believe me, it's going on. Well, maybe you, maybe you can come on the call and talk about it one day. I, I think that would be a, a good idea. Uh, I, I I would like to do that, yes. Uh, tell me your name. What's your name? Lynn, and I'm in Vermont. I'm the I'm the eight oh I'm the eight oh two number, but feel free to call me any time. Um, yeah, that might be it. Might be worthwhile. I don't want to scare people, but um, um, it might be worth it to have them more well informed. Oh, well, I should say more well rounded. It is not just that we're being targeted with these neurological weapons um, attacking us. There's a lot more going on. No one has ever addressed so, uh, it. So why don't you um, give me a call and we can talk about it and set up a time where we can just designate time for you to talk about the human experimentation. Okay. Oh, dear. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Do you have my telephone number? No. Do you need to give it to me? Should I get it from Elvira? When I, do you want to give it on your call? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Is, okay. Uh, are, you, are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, 510. Oh, you're in the Bay Area. Yes, I'm in Oakland. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, that's where they chased me out of. Okay, 510-688-7277. Yes, correct. 7277. Yeah, I was living, that's where I was living until, um, and then I, well, and, July of 08, they were just so, uh, I mean, they made me homeless, and I just skedaddled on back here to where I grew up in Vermont. And, um, okay, I will give you a call. Okay, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye. Start eight, if you would like to speak. We have several questions going on. Do you make, do you make um, New Year's resolutions? Stick with them. How long do you stick with them? That's one question. Um, can this program be proven? Is there a way to prove this program? I know that I uh, jot down things. Uh, I try to gather evidence. Some things are more tangible than others, but I think it's a good idea to gather evidence. Um, and what is your measure of growth? Personal growth, spiritual growth. How do you know when you're Evolving as a person. Hello, Lauren. Hey, how are you, Renata? Good, how are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging there. We've got a lot of snow, so I'm a little tired. I've been out shoveling. Um, my resolutions, um, so far, I, I'm trying to keep them, and the one that I'll just specify for, for sure, and that is not being so sensitive well, I was going to say the word criticism, but that's not really the right way to put it. Sensitive to bad slander, even within our community. I am making every effort to rise above it. Because you know something? I I just really believe you can't hurt me because you don't really know me. You can't hurt me. So I'm just not going to be, you know, I'm really working on that. Do I think this program is provable? My opinion uh, I'm going to always uh, look and try to follow the path of corrupt money because this program 
is a carbon copy of how the Jews were treated and many other groups by Hitler during World War II. Also, East Germany, when it was Russia-occupied East Germany, the Stasi, uh, that proves it. And I think as a volume of us, most of us post 40 years old, we do not have stable work history, career history, and then just go schizophrenic. A lot of us were mobbed off of our jobs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of fraud circles every target. Follow the fraud, and then that will see all of these people that participated in the fraud, like nurses, hospital doctors, they have something to lose. So it wouldn't take that much to press them, and they'll open the key to the others. Well, the NSA or whoever approached me told me to treat this person like this or, or deny them medical treatment. And I think it will start falling like dominoes. So, yes, I think it's more provable, and it will prove the weapons. And finally, Renata, I just want to say, Keeping my New Year's resolution. I hear a lot of information, but that's not swaying how I judge this program. These are war crimes. Thus, those perpetrating are war criminals. And with that statute, you will have a bounty on your head the rest of your life. And that's how I want them judged. War criminals. And that's it. You there, Lauren? Oh, yeah, I said that's, I'm sorry, that's it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. Radio Silent Army. Okay. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, star eight if you would like to speak. Hello, can you hear me? Hi, Donna, how are you? Hi. I'm sitting at the ocean, looking at the ocean. Oh, it's, that's uh, It's like an ongoing painting. It's never the same. Yes, um, love the ocean. Yeah, this is a great call. Um, that lady, um, Diane, I agree with what she was trying to say quite a bit. Um, you know, Zacharias said it's not by power nor by strength, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. So uh, the way I look at it is, is if you have targeting, if you feel like you've been called to targeting, that it's like any other job. You know, you can put that job above everything else in your life. Or you can give, you know, and, and when you're doing that, you're making everything else an idol in your life. So God said, I will not bless the man that has idols before me. I am the one and true living God. And it's by my spirit that is the thing that is the lasting thing. So what I'm saying is also I agree with the 12-step program. It's an inside job. It starts with you. It starts with everything you say, everything you do to what is around you. You know, you can just focus on this targeting until you dig your own grave and dig it for everybody around you. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Donna, to anybody listening. How do you not focus on the targeting when it's so prevalent in your life 
and it's constantly in your face. Okay, so I'm going to just use myself for an example. I definitely, anybody who knows me knows that I go on with my life. I go to the movies. I go wherever I want to go. I do my crafts. I do my gardening. I do whatever, okay? Whatever I want to do, I do, period. Nothing stops me at all. Vacations, whatever, I do it, okay? However, with that being said, every (laughs) moment that I walk out this door, the targeting is there. Now, I'm pretty good at ignoring. I try to ignore. But what do you do when you're assaulted, which I am quite often, and it's just constantly in your face? Is that you focusing on it? Or, I mean, what do you do? Like certain things can't be ignored. I'm pretty good at ignoring, but certain things cannot, just can't be ignored. When you have people physically hitting you, bumping into you, touching you, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like I don't know how you 100% ignore this. I just don't know. Do you know make how. everybody around you miserable because of it? No. Do you, have, do you have anything spiritually? Do you have a, give a smile or a laugh or a, a joke or smoothing over a situation? Do you have anything to give to that which is around you? What do you mean, do I give? I mean, I give of myself constantly. <laughs> Okay, but I mean, like, (laughs) okay, what I'm saying is targeting is not what God designed you here to be on earth. God designed you to glorify him. That's what we are here to do is glorify God. Yes, And if we forget, if we forget what is inside to develop ourselves, this is where that lady there's an order. God has an order. Mm-hmm. It's in his word. As as uh, old-fashioned as that might seem to a lot of slick, hip, and cool, uh, you know, anyway, people that, well, what shall we call them, New Agers or whatever, there is an order to life. There, God has an order. And I think this is where this lady was going. When we're out of that order, we can very well miss what God is trying to tell us. And that's what this program is making so hard, is the normal connection that we have with God is quite a responsibility to deal with in itself. But with this enormous evil, like a bunch of cockroaches just gnawing away, you know, constantly, like you say, night and day. But if we have, if we have given ourselves over to Christ, Mm -hmm. and I'm a Christian and I'm not going to apologize for it, this is where I have come to believe in my own life, my own strength, hope, and experience. Christ is my Lord. So I'm talking from my experience. And I will not apologize for it. Um, oh boy, where's my thoughts? Oh, I hate it when they do this. Oh. 
okay, they just robbed me of my thoughts. Isn't that so apropos for them? Um, the order in which Christ lays out if we really have him in us. I mean, if we're not just um, a believer by a label. Are you there? Hello? I'm here. Okay. If we're not just believers, like we're wearing it as jewelry or a label or something, but I mean really a heart uh, transformation. And a true believer will know what that transformation is. If you don't see any fruits of that, then as a believer, you, you can pretty well see if a person's done that or not. And I'm not talking about what they're doing, how wonderful of a job it is. I'm talking about everything they think, the way they view things, the way they are to other people, the way they handle problems. I'm talking about all of it. It is a transformation of heart and a discipline of the mind, allowing Christ to have the mind of Christ, which is his word, his spirit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I go back to, it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. Not mm-hmm. your spirit, my spirit, and that spirit living in someone. So, when she says about the glory what are you working so hard for? This isn't our home. You know, Christ and what Christ is and what Christ says, all I'm saying is if you're going to be a believer, be one. If you're not, then just keep going on your own power, and it is self-glorifying. That's what it is. Because it's not lasting. And what is happening here? Yes, it's a very real thing, but the way you approach every situation will not be the best if you do not have Christ's spirit living in you. Me, I look like a big hypocrite. This whole program has come against my life in such a way that I can see how people want to just go out there and do themselves off. It goes, it goes against everything that you know and are. Mm-hmm. But, boy, if you've got light in you, then Christ is calling you to live up to the light that he has shown you to that point. And that's what I think this lady is talking about. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Donna. If I sound angry, I'm angry at myself today. You don't sound angry to me. I don't. Well, um, I was hurt pretty bad. I got the chemical thing yesterday, and uh, I burned. I was far away, burned all day, all night, and it's something different. It felt like I had nanotechnology running all through my head, all through my body, and the frequencies like they were just strangling every inch of my being. And uh, that was something new. It was it was like something I've had before that I couldn't even have on me for five minutes. Um, 
I'm I'm just you know I'm just giving a lot of thoughts here, and uh, I just I just wish people could really embrace what's really important first. First things first. Yes, this is important, but don't we all think that everything in life is important as we go along and live it? This is just one more, one degree, way degree higher than what our other problems were. But we're still called to the same place. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's it's up to us. There, there was a quote. Not sure who said it, but who we choose to honor in our lives is what what will we what we will become. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything so else? I I'm going to say thank you for listening. Um, I uh, I've got a lot of work to do on myself. <laughs> we all do. All of us too. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. We're going to go to the next person. Thank you, Donna. Star eight, if you'd like to speak, we're going to be closing in a minute. Hello. Hi, Renata. I, um, this is Samantha. I wasn't able to hear the lady, but um, I tuned back in. And I just uh, want to say something. I want to share a scripture, and it's not new age at all. It comes from Exodus uh, 15, at, and it's in the third verse. See, we think that God's spirit is just some passive spirit, but he's not. He's not. It doesn't mean that his spirit, that, that he's going to only just be loving and kind. He's a God of judgment. He's a God of wrath. He's a God of war. And I just want to say the scripture. It says, the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. It doesn't mean that God is going to lay, lay down and let wickedness run rampant. It doesn't mean that we don't supposed to stand up to wickedness. We will be out of order if we don't hate and fight against wickedness. And there are plenty of scriptures in this Bible that tells us that we're supposed to hate and fight against wickedness. God is just not a loving God. And the reason why he hates wickedness is because his people get hurt, children get hurt, uh, 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 all kinds of things happen, trauma, torture, molestation. That's why he hates wickedness, and we have to stand up for wickedness because people are hurting. We do not supposed to be uh, passive and loving on all the time. There's a season to be loving. There's a season to be passive. There's a season to be aggressive. There's a season to fight. There's a, I mean, it's just that's just the way it is in life. We, You will not get results thinking that, we're going to love the hell out of these people. And I'm not saying to go again. If God didn't tell us not to fight, not to send letters, not, you know, I'm not saying to go against. If God's saying don't do it, don't do it. But it's a season to fight and then a season to love. We, we, that's not just going to be the part. We, we can't just lo- love the hell out of them. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen that way. 
Will you show love and kindness with some people? Would they get the message? Yeah, some people. But some people you got to stand firm with. You got to show them I'm not taken down. And it's not new age. It's, this is a, this coming from Exodus. This is old. Exodus, before Jesus came on the scene. The Lord is a man of war. Not new age. Nothing new age about this. God bless you all. I don't want to offend nobody. I'm just very passionate about God, about my stance against wickedness uh, and against uh, those that target people and target children, and that's where maybe my voice get, get, get loud or whatever. I'm not talking about nobody. I'm not putting down nobody. I'm not trying to take no glory from God because I know he's the reason why I breathe. But if we really think that God just wants us to love the hell of somebody, these people, we, 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 we got to go back, I guess, to the Old Testament. It's right in the Old Testament. God bless you all. And I don't think we have to lay down and take this. I just don't. Because we're mm-hmm. Christian, we're not supposed to stand up for ourselves. I, I, I don't get that theory. I don't get that. God, God don't even want us to do that. It's not even, that's his spirit. He's a man of war, too. He, he loves. He, he's just. He's merciful. He's gracious. But he's a man of war, a, a man of judgment, a God of wrath. Uh, he 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 is. So if we're doing it in order, we will see what God's spirit is. It's not just this meek, old, uh, humble, and lowly person. God, is not, he's not like that. He's not like that. And we just got to search the scriptures, and we will see that God is a God of judgment as well. Well, and, and his scripture says that, that um, the vengeance is his. So that, so that tells you right there that he's into revenge. You know, he will get people back for for their wrongdoing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just keep praying and fasting for each other. That's all. Um, and I need to work on some things, too. I mean, sure, I, that's why I need God. I, I come short all the time. I got to repent every day, all day. But I just know that he is a man of war, and I don't believe that he just wants us to show love and, and think that, uh, hell going to come out of people by just showing love. And they might not even turn their lives around, even when we stand up against them. But I know that God is a man of war, judgment, wrath, and, and, and he hates wickedness, and we're supposed to, too. Amen. Thank you very much, Samantha. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you have something to say, now's the time. We're going to be ending. Hello? Yeah, how you doing, Good, Charles. How are you? Oh, shoot, man. You know, just, um, oh, man, 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 man. Um, hi, everybody else, and, um, Happy New Year and all that. Um, yeah, what I uh, wanted to um, address one of the questions as far as, you know, will this um, program be revealed and stuff like that? Or can be revealed. I think the progress on that is being done right before our eyes because um remember a couple of years ago I um made a big thing about um how there was no actual documentary like on YouTube or anything about MTIs or something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Now Okay, there's uh, quite a few documentaries, not only, not, 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 not just um, 
um, full-length documentaries, but it's, I mean, some of them were real pretty good. I mean, really good. Yeah. So, and um, just because um, people were still not, like, talking about it in a general type of way, it's not that they, you know, are not picking up on it. It's just that some of them don't want to acknowledge it, don't want to deal with the reality of it, all right? But there's enough information out there, okay, floating around now, okay, where people are actually, you know, it's, you know they catch, they catch, it's catching their attention, okay? Now, have they um, got the full scope of it or nearly the full scope? No, I don't think so. But it's getting there. That's what I'm saying. So you got to count. As I always say, you got to count every grain of sand, you know, for, you know, to make a beach. You know, it's every grain of sand. And, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's slowly getting there. You just got to keep pushing. Okay. Good, good, good. So do you believe in New Year's resolutions, Charles? Do you make them? No, not no more. Not no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just strive um I just strive to do what I can. Um you know, every day. You know, and strive to um you know, not to slip, you know, but you know, I make a decree on um January first that this I'm gonna do this from now on and do that. No, I, I, matter of fact, my experience is, is that um, is that that's whatever you do or whatever you bring, okay, that's something that you're gonna do on your own, no matter what decree you have, it's just when you decide or when you're ready to do it, it's experience is gonna happen. Okay. All right. Well, anything you want to say, Oh, no, that was it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Star 8, if you'd like to speak, this will be your last opportunity. Hi, Donna. Hi, Minata. I, I just wanted to clarify, absolutely, uh, we are uh, Christian soldiers. I mean, we are fighting the war and wickedness, yes, the Bible is full of how we should um, be and do in our lives. But what I'm saying is, in the order of God, if we forget the first steps and jump up all the way to the last steps, uh, we can lose our humanity, even. I mean, when we put if we put a program a priority over even our inner self, even God, people around us. I, I mean, everyone isn't our enemy. Everyone isn't our enemy. No, no, definitely. And we not. can't treat everyone like they're our enemy. I don't and think anyone treat. I don't think anyone on this call believes that everyone is the enemy. Well, I don't think that there are some people that treat people like everyone's their enemy. Yeah. Why is there so much household violence? Why is there so many uh, single people? 
because we don't even know how to act toward each other. Well, we have been conditioned not to trust as TIs, and some TIs are a little on the paranoid side, but prayerfully that will change because, as you said, everyone's not involved and everyone's not our enemy. It feels that way sometimes, to be honest, but logically we know that not everybody's involved. Well, I'm just, I'm I'm real keen on God's order, and um, and I think and that he has order to everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he made everything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think he's got that right. But what I'm saying is that it it starts with me. It starts with me, and a relationship to my God. Otherwise, I'm out there. I'm doing it all on my own strength. And, and what is that? I'm making my own self my own God. That's what it is. So bow to me, worship me, love me, ain't I great? Well, our footsteps definitely need to be ordered by the Lord. We, I think we, as Christians, we should know that. Uh, we definitely don't want to be out there on our own. We always need to be under the covering of God and the, or the covering of the Holy Spirit or uh, whatever we're trying to do. It's not going to work. Yes. And... I'm, the other thing I'm saying is that um, I'm as much about this program as anybody else, only I don't need to take it to the bathroom with me, into my shower, or washing my hair, whatever. Usually I'm washing it out of my hair. But what I am saying is that I cannot forget my own humanity because I'm fighting something. I mean, there are things to embrace. There are things to keep sacred. There are things to enjoy, things to admire, things to give other than battle. That's all I'm saying. That's, That's all I'm saying, okay? We cannot forget that we are people. We have humanity. We need to give in many different ways, many yes. different ways. And if we aren't developed, how do we help other people, really? I mean, the world is full of evil. We know it. Uh, that, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Donna. Okay, did anyone else? want to say anything, start eight, so we will go ahead and close. I do want to read from the Daily Motivator. I realized that I hadn't done that in a while. I used to read from the Daily Motivator all the time because I really I really like Ralph Marston. He uh, gives great motivation. And so let's hop over to the website and see. See what he has today. Okay. Well, let's see. Okay, this is called Beyond the Doubt. And again, this is on GreatDay.com, um, Daily Motivator. The author, his name is Ralph Marston. I just love him. I've been going to his website for years for motivation. 
So today's motivation is called Beyond Doubt. Doubt is sometimes a sneaky way to be lazy. When you doubt your abilities, you don't have to go to the trouble to use them. Go ahead, challenge yourself, your ideas, beliefs, perceptions, skills, with the intention of making improvements. Be careful, though, about doubting yourself too much. Stay away from the kind of doubt that results in giving up. When you feel such doubt beginning to seep in, respond by renewing your commitment to persist. Address your concerns, but don't let them stop you. Consider your doubts, but don't turn them into excuses. Don't let apathy or inactivity slip in through the back door in the form of doubt. As burdensome as the challenges and setbacks may be, you can always respond with positive action. When doubt arises, see it with the larger context of all the great possibilities open to you. Then step beyond the doubt into action. And again, that was by Ralph Marston. That's a great piece of motivation because how much do we doubt ourselves? And how how many times do we make excuses for something that we really want to do because we're afraid of the challenge? We don't believe in ourselves. We don't trust God. We feel like we don't have the skills to do it. Whatever the doubt may be, doubt will get in your way of making real strides in your life and uh, really seeing progress in your life. So try to lose the doubt, try to lose the fear, trust God a little bit more this year. I really like this. Again, um, that's greatday.com. All right, that's it for me, unless anybody anybody else has anything to say. Star H, your last opportunity. Okay, you guys have a blessed week, and I will talk to you guys next Sunday. Have a blessed week, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.